everyone, and welcome to the Actors Podcast, a bi-weekly program dedicated to bringing you closer to the difference makers in CDI and sharing the latest news relevant to the CDI profession and actors. My name is Rebecca Hendren, and I am the Director of Programming for Actors, and I'm your host for today's program, which is part of our Talking CDI series. In every episode of this series, I'm joined by a special guest, such as a member of the Actors Advisory Board, or one of our expert bootcamp instructors, or even an expert on a particular area to discuss a topic that is pertinent to today's CDI profession. And today I am thrilled to be joined by Deanne Wilk, MPS, BSN, RN, CCDS, CCDSO, CDIP, CCS, who is a CDI education specialist for HC Pro and Actus. And in this role, Deanne teaches our CDI bootcamps, and she serves as a subject matter expert for Actus. She's also co-chair of the Actus Regulatory Committee, and she's a frequent contributor to this podcast and to the Actus Journal. In her esteemed CDI career, Deanna served on the Actus Advisory Board, and she authored the book, CDI and Quality Reporting, How Healthcare Record Review Can Improve Outcomes. Before we begin, I want to remind you that the Actus Podcast continues to offer 0.5 Actus CEUs for the first two days after publication. You can use those credits towards your CCDS or CCDSO recertification requirements. We will share the instructions for how to get the credits at the end of the show. And now, before we jump into my conversation with Diane, a brief word about today's sponsor. The Actus team invites you to discover what's on the horizon for CDI at our 16th annual conference, which will take place April 8th through 11th in Indianapolis. You'll find sessions for all experience levels and backgrounds in each of our five tracks for 2024, which are Clinical Encoding, a much-loved conference staple examining core clinical encoding components vital to those engaged in record reviews, Professional Development and Collaboration, which invites attendees to expand their professional skills, deepen leadership acumen, and explore opportunities to collaborate with other departments. Quality and Regulatory, which highlights the ways regulatory initiatives affect CDI practices and the ways programs are meeting new challenges by examining how documentation impacts quality of care outcomes. Program Development and Denials Management, which will offer ways to ensure your program keeps pace with the evolving CDI landscape and teaches strategies for combating denials, and innovation and expansion, where attendees will discover cutting-edge advancements, including non-traditional settings, technology and analytics, outpatient CDI, and pediatrics. The 2024 Actus Conference features fresh insights, empowering keynotes, and ample networking opportunities. Reignite your passion for the profession and return to your organization ready to implement creative and innovative new strategies. Register by February 5th and receive the early bird discount of $100 off your ticket. Learn more and sign up by using the link in today's show notes. And now back to the show. And thank you so much for joining me today, Deanne. Well, it's good to be here as always. And today we're talking about a very interesting topic, which I suspect lots of you talk about fairly frequently, and that is the profession of CDI. And for many of us, it's really not just a job. Those of us who who find ourselves in CDI it may not have been something that you saw coming early on in your career. Um, but for a lot of us, it ends up being a calling and really something that people find out that surprisingly they 
enjoy to the point of wanting to you know, really evangelize about it and, and tell everybody how great CDI is and you know what it what a profession it can be. So what do you think sets clinical documentation integrity apart as a profession? So I think, I mean, I think back to when I started in CDI and um, I was kind of brought in, I had been in coding, um, I had worked in healthcare, um, I went to nursing school and and really, you know, came into this with, um, the. it was kind of the best of both worlds for me. And I kind of looked at it as I needed to know everything about it and um, wanted to learn everything about it. And, um, you know, I think in the beginning, it was just a job. You know, we kind of, it kind of evolved from um, some coding aspects for, from a revenue perspective. Um, and, you know, over the years, we've all witnessed the evolution of CDI. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's not just about the tasks anymore. Um, it's really about becoming a master, um, you know, of the art of accurate quality documentation. Um, and it involves understanding, you know, the coding guidelines, uh, staying abreast of clinical uh, criteria, ever-changing regulations. And really, it's evolved. It's evolved into a very specialized um, and critical profession for healthcare organizations. Absolutely. And I know I've had many conversations with Laurie Prescott over the years where she has said that back in the early days, CDI was viewed as a, as a place where nurses particularly went as a second or third <laughs> or career or, or as a retirement job. And, right. and that certainly is not the case. It wasn't then. It, it, uh, and it certainly is not now. So what do you think has changed between then and now that nobody would think of CDI as being a retirement role anymore? Well, I think it's, it's the, um, I think for CDI, it's become so um, valued by organizations mm -hmm. that, and there's such a requirement for um there's a, a, a learning curve, you know, it's very different than floor, um, floor nursing or um, working in coding. And, um, you know, there are some, some true educational aspects to it that you have to learn. It, it's a whole different set of uh, skills that you have to have uh, for this profession. And, you know, I was talking to um, Penny Jefferson from UC Davis, and we were talking about how do we impart that um, to our teams, you know, as to this isn't just a job, you know, we are looking for you to be invested in what we're doing here and really get on board with um, pushing yourself and learning and becoming educated and getting the certification and, um, and really making this a focus um, that it's outside of yourself, you know, and um, it's not just, it's, it's not just about reviews, right? Right. CDI specialists are so much more than just chart reviews. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we look at the roles, the responsibilities of this profession today. Um, it's becoming much more specialized, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're kind of the advocates 
um, you know, to ensure that the documentation reflects the true clinical picture of the patient. We advocate for them, but we also advocate for the facility. And, um, you know, you have to look at it from a perspective of being ethically sound in our role. You know, we're not just the chart reviewers, we're the investigators, the researchers, the communicators and the educators, right? So it really does require a deeper understanding of um, those clinical aspects, the coding guidelines, and being committed to um, improving and continually getting, getting better for the organization. Absolutely. And we know CDI has a huge contribution to make to the quality of patient care and the healthcare system overall. Right, right. Yeah, that's one of uh, the conference coming up. That's one of the things I'm going to talk about is how we look at the CD role from a, um, you know, the strategy of the organization from a global perspective, Mm -hmm. how we contribute to that. And we know, um, you know, that that CDI is pivotal to improving the quality of care for our patients. You know, the documentation ensures the patient's journey is captured. It leads to better outcomes, to better patient safety, mortality, quality metrics, um, you know, optimizing revenue cycle process, right? So we contribute to the financial health of our healthcare systems. And notice I said optimizing the process, not optimizing the revenue necessarily, Mm -hmm. because we have to make sure that we, again, are ethically grounded, whether it's a positive or a negative impact to revenue um, it's, it's what we're representing, right? We have to remain neutral in that. Um, and you know, that's, that's how we contribute to, um, you know, a, a well-documented record for the organization. Right. And, and because of all that, it's important that CDI professionals stay up to, to date. So how important is this sort of continuous learning to the CDI profession? I think the learning is at the core of it. You know, you can come in and and you can be trained on CDI um, and you can get your certification, but, um, you know, you have to be uh, well-versed in the guidelines. They're ever evolving. You know, the regulations are changing. Uh, We have to stay up to date on all of that. It's, you know, you have to be a continual student in this profession, which is exciting to me, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, getting that certification is such a great accomplishment, but you got to continue the process, right? So we always um, look to CDI professionals out there to continue moving this profession forward. Us as ACTUS do that, right? Um, and, And it's everyone out there that we come together um, at the conference, and it's a great opportunity to partake in the learning and the knowledge sharing, um, and we're learning from one another, right? So this year, we know Discover is our theme. Um, That's right. And, you know, really, it, that it's a great example for the potential for uh, individual growth, um, but also we look at it for growth of the profession, you know, and, and that's what's so exciting about this, this CDI world that we're in. Absolutely. And I see that every year at the conference is, is the profession growing in front of our eyes as people connect and share and learn. And it is so different than it was even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and for for example, I mean, how does CDI involve interdisciplinary collaboration? So, you know, this is one of the other things we always talk about is, you know, we're not in the silo. Um, we used to be, you know, we were um, down in the basement of the HIM department years ago, right? <laughs> right. But, uh, but collaboration is really key, you know, whether it's clarifying uh, documentation with physicians or aligning with coding and the billing team, you know, you have to have effective communication um, because that's what's going to get you that holistic, accurate picture. It's about being a bridge between clinical administrative aspects. And our role in CDI is to establish ourselves, right, as the expert of our field. Um, I always tell CDI specialists, um, you know, you're if you came from a different area, you have to learn this new skill set, and then you are the expert in that field. And I know a lot of times um, CDI specialists may be intimidated by physicians, um, even nurses. They're in a different role now. They're not feeling comfortable, but they are the expert in their field, right? So, um, you know, that's something to be proud of. You know, they, they do have expertise to bring to the table to collaborate um, with the other healthcare teams. And, you know, it's what brings relevance to the work that we do. And it's what brings value to the organization. And I think it's important to recognize that interdisciplinary collaboration, even within CDI teams. I mean, we have such a wide range of backgrounds who make up excellent uh, CDI professionals, whether they, they come from an HIM background or they come from a clinical background. Yeah, everyone has something to contribute. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And actually, you have both, don't you, Dan? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, it's nice to be able to speak the language and to understand. Um, but, you know, we all we all have things to learn, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you learn the clinical from the provider, you learn the coding from the coding team. You know, we all have contributions, quality, you know, everybody contributes to that. And and I think that's, you know, that's nice about the CDI profession is we are uh, we are very good about sharing. We are very good about knowledge yeah. sharing. And um, and that's how we all get better. Right. Um, we don't hoard the knowledge, you know, so it, it, it's so that's so, uh, you know, when I started in CDI, that was one of the things that I found so welcoming. Um, was the knowledge sharing that was out there. And um, and I'm glad that that's continued. So Absolutely. And that's at the heart of Actis. I mean, Actis arose out of just bringing together groups of CDI professionals who could share what they were doing, what their program successes were, what their policies and procedures were. And, and yeah. from that, it's just grown and grown. But at the heart, that's what we do with bringing together people to committees, or writing white papers, it's all about sharing that knowledge. And and a lot of people, I think, when they're getting into the profession, don't necessarily see where they could go. You know, we talked at the beginning of um, of our meeting today about not being simply chart reviewers. So, what career pathways are there in CDI? Well, I think that you know, I. I think all of us in the beginning never had an idea of where we were going. And, um, and then you would start seeing that we, there's a need. I think the need is what's growing the roles for our mm -hmm. CDI programs. You know, it, initially we were just all reviewers and then you had to start splitting off of, 
um, well, now we need leads and supervisors and managers. And, um, and then we started growing into the quality roles, right? So mm -hmm. we had quality reviewers and then we needed to have educators for the teams because they were so large. And, um, and now, you know, we see things like um, secondary uh, CDI reviewers and our CDI analysts. And now we have CDI auditors and we've moved into outpatient and the VA and pediatrics and ED and behavioral health. So it just continues and continues to grow. And again, you know, that that's what's so exciting is there's so many possibilities um, and it, it really is exponential, you know, as to what we can do and the things we can cross over into and, and, you know, networking with industry leaders, um, is just, it, it's, it really is a great field to be in. Absolutely. And we see that with our networking groups here, when we first started with Actis offering local chapters, it was purely regionally driven, but now we have ones that are dedicated to areas. So we have the pediatric networking group. We have the educators networking group. We are hoping um, within the next year to launch one that will help for VA folks to network and share. So there really is so much out there that we could not have imagined even just a few years ago. Yeah. And our physician advisors. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Absolutely. So what do you think is like the number one thing to say for what makes success in CDI? I think uh, success, you have to, you know, it's the passion, you know, you have to have a passion for it. It has to be meaningful. And, you know, I think really um, you have to go beyond yourself, right? We all, we all have that, you know, if, if we're, we're, going beyond the routine tasks. It means investing in continuous improvement and being proactive uh, in identifying opportunities for positive change in your organization. What are you going to go after? You know, what's of interest to you? What do you want to make transformative, right? Um, where do you want to have impact? That's what makes us feel good, right? That's what makes us do this day in and day out. And um, and to be able to grow and expand and have good outcomes for the organization. And you have to love it. You have to love it. And, you know, as we know, doing what you love, you know, it isn't work for us. That's right. And anytime we start to feel a little burned out, the Access Conference comes around. And I think that's a wonderful opportunity to be reinvigorated. But it doesn't only have to be the conference. You join a networking group or volunteer for a committee. I think once you start talking with other people who maybe are from a different geographical location or they're dealing with a slightly different set of circumstances, I think just sharing and that learning from each other helps us find our spark again and really ignite our curiosity and find ways that we can improve for our program or just our individual practice. Yep. We all need community, right? That's right. So, yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> well, thank you. I've enjoyed our chat today, Deanne. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And as always, if our audience has any questions about anything, whether it's something we talked about today or anything else, you can feel free to email the Actus team at info at actus.org. That goes to the whole Actors team and somebody will get back to you. 
will also put that email in today's show notes, which are available on the podcast show page at actors.org and in your, in your podcast app, so you can grab it from there. And now for something completely different, the Actors Update, which is our regular segment featuring the latest news on what's going on inside your association. Firstly, it is last call if you want to serve on an Actors Committee or on the Actors Advisory Board. The call for committee volunteers closes on Friday, February 2nd. So that's coming up very, very, very soon. Actors opens our volunteer applications twice a year, once in January and once in June. And we split the committees between those two periods. So the current application period is for those who are interested in volunteering for three of our committees. The first is the Actors Advisory Board, which is Actors' governing body. And this board provides leadership, expertise, and is an industry voice for the Actors membership. If you have ever read a position paper, including the Actors AHIMA guidelines for achieving a compliant query practice brief, or a white paper, or if you've listened to the Actors quarterly conference calls, which are a member benefit, then you have benefited from the expertise of the people who serve on the board. Because the board is meant to represent the Actors membership as a whole, we keep a strict professional background mix represented in its membership. So for this 2024 application period, we are seeking one individual who is a practicing physician, one person who has an HIM background, and five individuals from other clinical backgrounds. And the advisory board candidates will be subject to a membership vote in the spring. Then our other two committees, we have one that is looking for volunteers, which is the Chapter Advisory Committee. And people who work on this committee are either current or past chapter leaders from all over the country. And they serve as the liaison between local chapter leaders and Actus's national administration by participating on chapter leadership webinars, promoting best practices, and providing guidance to leaders across the country. It's super fun to work on this and get to influence all the wonderful work that goes on across our many, many, many state chapters and networking groups. And finally, we are looking for volunteers interested in serving on the Resource Library Committee, which is responsible for reviewing materials that are donated to the Actors community for publication in the Resource Library. And they look at these for accuracy, compliance, relevance, and effectiveness. So really, really important work that they do on behalf of all our Actors members, and we thank them. It's a fun committee to be a part of, um, get through a lot of interesting information, and we hope you will apply. If you want more information about what these committees do and what you might have to do as part of them, you can find under the membership tab on the Actors website. You can also find the application link there as well, and you can find it in today's show notes. My second update of today is also about a February date. February is obviously a very important time at Actus. So on February 5th, the early bird discount ends for the 2024 Actors Conference and the 2024 Actors Symposium Outpatient CDI. So until February 5th and that early bird ends, it means you can save $100 on your registration for each of these events. And if you're an Actors member, you can save $100 at any time up to and including the program date. 
but it's worth registering before February 5th so you can use both your ACTUS member benefit plus the early bird discount. And this year, the ACTUS conference is in the clean, safe and welcoming city of Indianapolis for our conference, which is being held April 8th through the 11th. If you're interested in learning more, we released a free webinar recently that has tons of information about what to expect at the conference. Plus, we were joined on it by Indianapolis resident Lena Wilson, who helpfully shared lots of fun things to do and great places to eat while we're in town, which is always very important for me when I'm going to a new city. I like to know what yummy food I'm going to be eating. So you can find the link to that webinar in today's show notes. We've also shared the slide deck, which is especially handy, as in it are links to the restaurants and activities suggested, making a really great guide for you to plan your trip. So if you are going to the conference, whether you listen to the webinar or not, definitely go grab those slides because those links in there are really useful so you can plan your entertainment around the conference. You can take a look at the Actors website for more information about the event about the Actors Conference. It is going to be a special one, not only because it's an Actors Conference, which is always fun and worthwhile, but also because we've specially arranged for a celestial marvel to occur, purely for the delectation of our audience, of course. Seriously, though, who would have thought we would coincidentally plan a conference in one of the few places in the country to be in the path of totality for a total solar eclipse? This solar eclipse is happening on April 8th, right before the opening reception for the conference. And we're thrilled that we're going to be there together to experience this marvel. There are tons of fun things happening in Indy to celebrate the eclipse, both on the day and in the weekend leading up to it. And we'll have eclipse glasses to hand out, sponsored by iodine, so that everyone who wants to view it uh, can do so safely and in actor style. And finally, my last update of the day is that Actus members need to check out the salary survey, which was recently released, and it contains details on all the information compiled from our 2023 survey, along with useful analytics and data so that you can use it. This is one of Actus's two most important annual surveys. The other one is the industry report we released in September during CDI week. And we know you'll find it useful. This is really the data that our profession relies on. So you can find that on the Actus website. And now finally, as a reminder, before we close out the program, each Actus podcast episode offers 0.5 Actus CEUs, which you can use towards recertifying your CCDS or your CCDSO credential for those who listen to the show in the first two days from the time of publication. Remember that time is important. The CEUs do go away a few days after publication. So you've got to claim them before they disappear. To receive your 0.5 CEUs, go to the show page on actus.org by clicking on the Actus podcast link under the resources tab, and then clicking on today's episode from the list on that page. Scroll down to the recording of today's episode and click play. At the end of the video, as in all the way at the end, you've got to keep listening until the timer gets to zero. That is when a link to the CEU evaluation will appear. You have to click on that link, take the brief survey, and your certificate will be automatically emailed to you upon submitting that evaluation. 
Those instructions are also on the show page, so you can follow along there too. And to ensure your your certificate reaches you and doesn't get trapped in your organization's spam filters, which we know a lot of folks have trouble with that because those spam filters are set pretty high to keep you safe, we do suggest you use a personal email address when completing the evaluation form so that your CEU certificate can go to your personal email and then you'll be sure to receive it. And the cutoff for today's episode CEUs is Friday, February 2nd at 11 p.m. Eastern. After that, the CEU period closes and you won't be eligible for this episode. But never fear, in two weeks we'll have a brand new episode with brand new CEUs. So there's always a new one coming up. So with that note, we have reached the end of today's podcast. We will be back in two weeks on Wednesday, February 14th with a special love-themed episode to celebrate Valentine's Day. Well, maybe I'm joking. Maybe it's not love-themed, unless you consider acute kidney injury to be romantic. Maybe you do, to each their own. Um, No judgment from me. If you'd like to receive reminders about each episode, make sure you're subscribed to our free weekly newsletter, CDI Strategies, which always includes a link to the new episode when it's available. So that's super easy. You can just click on it from there. You can listen to the Actors Podcast anytime on the Actors website or via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. All of the links I talked about during today's episode are available in the show notes. And as always, we'd really appreciate it if you take a minute to leave us a five-star review on your podcast app, which will help others find our show and hopefully appreciate it just as much as I know you have. Our intro and outro music is Media Noche by D. Yan Ki, and our ad music is Take Me Higher by Jazzar, both obtained from the Free Music Archive. If you have any suggestions for future guests or ways we can improve this podcast, please do email us at info at actors.org. We take all your suggestions to heart and we try and improve continually. So let us know how we can do better. Until next time, take care, everyone. <laughs>